What's up, youth? It's Pastor Aaron. Stoked for you guys to listen to this message. Check it out. Uh, my message this morning is titled, Setting Yourself Up for Success. Setting Yourself Up for Success. Uh, this morning, I am talking about how to intentionally um, set up your daily walk with Christ for success. Um, this might sound like um, this isn't a TED Talk. This isn't like Dave Ramsey or Dave Robbins or one of those motivational speakers or anything like that. I know setting yourself up, up for success sounds like, oh, you're just going to give me some, like, life tips. Uh, I mean, I guess, yes, they are life tips. But they're not just, like, practical things like, oh, hey, you know, go to bed at the same time every night. And, like, don't look at your phone before you sleep. And, like, showering in the morning wakes up your cold shock proteins or whatever uh, things my dad would say. Um, I don't know. But the point is, um, what I'm talking about this morning is how to set up your daily walk with Christ um, to put yourself in a position where you are going to be able to go deeper in your walk, where you're going to be able to focus more on the Lord, where you're going to be able to have an easier time um, engaging in time with him. Because how many of you guys know that that can be hard sometimes? It can be hard to focus. It can be hard to, yeah, all of us. I'm raising my hand too. Um, Hard to focus, hard to spend time with God, all that kind of stuff. Um, I've talked about intentionality before. I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about it before, probably. Um, but I hope that this message is like a good sequel message. I hope it's more Empire Strikes Back and not, uh, what's a really bad sequel, Chase? Like a really bad sequel movie. Oh, not like episode eight. I hope it's more Empire Strikes Back and not Last Jedi. Um, I like Last Jedi, but anyway. Um, how many of you guys are really good at winging projects? Really good at like waking up, Mason, Mason raises his hand and, and pats the chest. That was me. That was me in middle school and high school. I was like, man, I can, I can wake up, not even start a project, but like go to school. Oh, I got to talk about the Civil War for five minutes. I could do it in my sleep. Oh, I have to write a paper in an hour about like why the color blue meant this thing in this book, even though it didn't really mean that. Easy. I have to compare these two things. No worries. Um, but uh, back in school, I could do any of that in my sleep. I could wake up, give a speech. I was like, okay, I just got to be confident. Just got to kind of look like I know what I'm talking about, which like, yeah, that's important. Um, but I have some bad news for those of you who like to wing things, for, for, my, for my fellow wingmates, those who like to wing projects, do it by the seat of your pants, wake up, no preparation and handle it. The bad news is that at some point in your life, you will not be able to do that anymore. And not because you lose that ability. I still have the ability to, you know, hold a conversation that's like thrown on me last second for like five minutes if I need to or something like that. But you will eventually not want to wing things anymore. What do I mean by that? Eventually you get to a point where one, you realize, man, I'm not as good as I think I am when I wing things. I'm not as like, for me, if I came up here to preach and I didn't do any prep and was like, cool, yeah, I'm going to talk about intentionality and just start talking off the top of my head, it might be fine. But to be honest, there'd be a lot of weird pauses and uh, probably a million more ums than I'm already saying. Um, and it would just be really awkward. And then I'd be like, okay, so we're done. Great. And it'd just be the worst. Uh, but um, see, now I'm really conscious that I'm saying um. It's really awkward. Uh, dang it. If you're winging things, all that stuff is very evident. Secondly, you'll probably realize that at some point in your life, there are things worth not winging. There are things that are worthy of paying attention to. There are things that are worthy of you devoting time to um, and actually planning ahead of time. Like I think about um, my friendships. I think about my relationship with my girlfriend. I think about my time with my family. I think about my job. I think about all those sectors of my life where I'm like, man, I don't want to just walk into this, you know, 
giving it half the attention it needs. Like, I want to plan. I want to prepare. I want to set time aside. I want to focus on, like, my work I'm doing at work. Or I want to actually, you know, get all of my stuff done ahead of time so I actually spend time with this person that I care about. Um, you realize that at some point in your life, there are things that are worthy of preparation. Um, and honestly, my, why I'm talking about that is because if you try to wing your relationship with God, if you try to just spend time with him when it's easy, if you try to just spend time with him when it comes to you, you'll fail. And I don't mean fail in the sense that, okay, you won't go to heaven, you won't be saved. Totally not what I mean. What I mean by fail is that you won't be able to, it'll be a lot harder for you to deepen your walk with Christ if you're not intentional, if you're not actually focusing on planning time with him. And to do that, to actually have a really good chance at succeeding at deepening your relationship with Christ, to live a life where your devotional life is important and consistent and you feel like it's a little, maybe a little bit easier to focus on God than it used to be. you got to be intentional in two ways. The first is how you spend time with him. This is something that I felt super convicted of last week. Um, I've been in a season where I felt like it's really easy to hear from the Lord, except last week I had like a weird week where I couldn't focus at all. Um, part of that was due to just stress going on in my life, um, but another part of that was because of my phone. How many of you guys, your phone's your biggest distraction? It is for me. Have you guys ever looked on, like, screen time on your phone and seen how many hours you spend on it? Yeah, it's ugly, right? It's horrible. I hate it. I'll go to screen time and be like, I spent that much time on my phone. And then I'm like, okay, but, like, an hour of that was Waze and GPS. Another hour was, like, doing stuff for work. But I'm like, I still spent that much time on my phone today. And it's like, wow, I'm wasting so much time on this thing. Um... And honestly, my time with the Lord, when I have my phone right next to me, is when it's the hardest for me to focus on God. Not because all of a sudden I don't care about God. God is still the most important thing to me, even when I'm not paying attention. But because I just get so easily distracted. Um, Imagine if you're hanging out with your best friend, and every five minutes in the conversation with them, they're like, it's like a deep conversation. You're talking about like a heart to heart. You know, you're like, it's like a TV show. You're sitting on the front porch late at night and you're like, man, I get that. I've been there. You're having a really intense conversation that's like really good. But like every five minutes, you just check your phone. That's what it's like when we're talking with God and we just pick up our phone every 30 seconds just to see, oh, what texts have I gotten? Oh, how's my fantasy football team doing today? Which hopefully my team's doing okay. Um, Oh, you know, I have to send this email, or oh, I want to go on this website, or play this game on my phone, or check Instagram. That's what it's like. It's like you're having a really important conversation with someone that you care about, and all you're doing is checking your phone every 30 seconds. One, that person would probably be like, what the heck? And two, you wouldn't actually be giving any time to them. Imagine, like, if all your relation, if, if in any relationship that you had with a person, you, all you cared about and all you put first was checking your phone. Because that's what we do sometimes with God. And I'm like, as I'm talking about this, I'm like, whoa, this is convicting for me as I'm talking where it's like, when I spend time with God and I check my phone every single minute because it's right next to me, I'm honestly, I'm saying right in this moment, I care more about what's on my phone than I do about God right now. Maybe not in the long run, but what's on my phone is a little bit more important to me than my time with God, how I'm spending it with the Lord. Um, And what was really sweet is last Thursday, I had this prayer time in the odd. I was just walking around um, and my phone was in my office. And it was great because for over an hour, my phone was in my office. I felt like, whoa, it's really easy for me to hear from the Lord today. And I was like, what, what the heck? And I knew it was because my phone wasn't with me. My favorite times with God, the times where I feel like it's easiest for me to hear from the Lord are when my phone is far away. My, on my weekend, on my Sabbath, my, my Sabbath time with the Lord, my favorite time with him when it's easiest for me to hear from him, when it feels like, man, this is just like when I first started spending time with God. 
when it feels like, wow, I, I feel like I'm hearing from the Lord so clearly today. A lot of the time, it's because my phone is in my room, like way far away from me. And not even just in the room next to me. Like it's like in my room when I'm in the backyard. Um, so I encourage you guys, like, are you setting yourself up for success if your biggest distraction is right next to you? Going into your prayer time with your phone on, like, the table next to you or in your pocket is honestly, it's like showing up to a game, like showing up to a base. It's like if I showed up to a baseball game ready to play, but I was in, like, what I'm wearing right now. I'm in, like, a, a long sleeve sweater, jeans, and some shoes. I'm like, all right, guys, let's, let's practice. Let's do it. I would suck. I would be so bad. I would be worried about, like, getting my clothes dirty. I would be uncomfortable. I'd be sweaty and itchy and gross. And that's honestly, like, it's similar to how you approach your God time if you're doing it with your phone right next to you or whatever your biggest distraction is. Maybe that's your friend. Um, devotionals are great. Bible studies are great. But I've been, I've been in awesome ones, and I've been in ones where it's like, wow, I'm just talking to my friend my whole time, this whole time, and I'm not actually focusing on the Lord. If you're doing that stuff, I encourage you to, like, separate from your friend for a little bit and then come back. That's why we spread apart during worship. Um, maybe that thing for you is stress. Uh, yesterday when I was message prepping, um, I couldn't focus. Alyssa knows this because she was in the offices yesterday. Um, and I was just like, I couldn't focus every five minutes. I was just getting distracted. And I realized, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's this thing in the back of my head that's stressing me out. Um, and I paused. I put my laptop down. I sat on the couch in the youth office. And I prayed for 10 minutes. I just focused on praying through the stuff that was bothering me, the things I was stressed out about, stuff I'm, I'm planning and figuring out. And I was like, oh, whoa, okay, I feel way better now that I've actually processed this thing with God. And I jumped into my message, and I knocked the rest of it out in 45 minutes, which is really quick for me to finish most of my message in. And I was like, great. And it was, I, was, I realized I was distracted because there was something on my mind. And if, that's, if stress, maybe it's homework or a test for you. I remember when I was in college, there were times where, uh, if I had a big project, I would be like, okay, I'll just do this thing first before I spend time with God. Or, I mean, I can't focus, so I have to go do this thing. Um, but I encourage you, instead of doing that stuff first, instead of letting that stuff overtake your mind, I encourage you to process that thing with the Lord. God desires relationship with you, and that doesn't mean just the good stuff. That doesn't mean just reading your Bible or doing things that you feel like you, quote, unquote, should do. That means opening up to him and sharing the things you're stressed about and processing them with him. Because he's not just like a friend. He's your father who loves you and created you and knows the, like, the deepest parts of your heart. And I'm going to get to that in a second. But the first thing you have to be intentional about, if you want to set yourself up for success in a deeper walk with the Lord, is to um, focus on how you spend time with him. The second thing is focusing on when you spend time with God, being intentional about that. Uh, you guys know in heist movies how there's like a character, like each character in the group is like they have like a role. Have you seen Inception? Yeah. Some of you, where it's like, okay, this person's like the planner, this person's like the, the, the creative person, this person can like pick locks, this person can like beat people up, this person can like do all this stuff for like to plan this heist. Sometimes I like to think about people that I know about who I would bring with me on a heist. And my one friend who I would bring with me if I was a, like going to rob a bank, which I'm not encouraging you to do, uh, would be my friend Aaron Fry. Because he's always, like, the guy with a plan. He's like, okay, this is what I want to do today. Like, are you guys in? And I'm always, and usually I'm like, yeah, it's a good plan. But... Like, you need that person with a plan if you're trying to rob a bank. So take some notes if you want to rob a bank. Get someone with a plan. Um, but it's, you sort of need to be that person in your time with God. You sort of need to be someone who's making a plan ahead of time if you want to have a deeper walk with the Lord and actually have an easier time focusing on him. Think, about, think back to your friendships that I was talking about a few minutes ago, the friendships and relationships in your life. We all have friends who are basically like siblings to us, who it's really easy for us to spend time with every day. But we also have friends, and maybe this won't happen to you until you're older, but I know I do, and some of you guys do too. I have friends who have moved far away. 
I have friends who don't live in the same area anymore, who I have to text or call or FaceTime to, like, maintain relationship with them. And that's hard. It's hard to, like, keep, keep in really close contact with people who move far away because it's like, whoa, they're not just, like, sitting right next to me anymore. And it's like, I don't know, honestly, um, being intentional and spending time with people um, who, li- who live far away, you have to, like, plan that stuff out. You have to plan, okay, man, I'm going to focus on actually spending time with this person. Like, for example, my girlfriend Melissa moved back home 30 minutes to Pleasant Hill, and I did not realize how much, how easy it was for me to spend time with her to when we worked together and we, we were both in Danville. It was so easy. She was here all the time. But now I have to actually plan time and be like, okay, let's plan this time, Tuesday night, we're going to go do this thing. I have to plan time to spend with her to actually spend time with her and then spend time with this person that I enjoy. And it's like, okay, I have to... It's the same thing with friendships, and it's the same thing with God, where if you're just waiting for an easy time to spend with the Lord, if you're waiting to just, okay, you know what, I'm going to spend time with God when I feel like it, when it's really easy, that'll happen, whatever. It Honestly, you're not setting yourself up for success to have a deep relationship with God. You're not setting yourself up to be in a place where, man, my time with God, imagine this. If your time with God was a specific time every day, every week, and that was like an appointment, it was like, man, every Monday, 9 to 10, I'm spending time with the Lord, your relationship with him would be, it would be so much easier for you to like know God, to know more about him, to feel closer to him because you're actually being purposeful about spending time with him. It's like going, like it's the same thing with friends and people that you love. It's like if those people, if you just waited till they hung out and like showed up on your doorstep, you probably wouldn't hang out with them as much. But I mean, imagine if your best friend was on the other side of the phone, if you're calling them and they were always ready to talk to you. They were always ready to pick up the phone on the other side of the line. That's kind of like what it is with God. He's, he's not busy like people can be sometimes. God is always waiting for you to talk to him, except he's not just your best friend. He's your heavenly father who created you and knows your, innermo- like your innermost workings, the workings of your heart. He knows him so well because he made you and loves you perfectly. And honestly, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to spend time? with that, with, with God who loves you like that and loves you so perfectly and so well. Um, if we want to have a deeper relationship with Christ, we have to intentionally plan out our time with him. Um, I'm, last, a couple months ago, I felt really pressed from the Lord um, to, like, wake up 30 minutes early on a couple days a week and actually, you know, show up to the prayer room early and spend time with him. And I'm not going to lie, I did it once. It was great. And then I just kind of let my schedule overtake my, like, my priorities. I let maybe, okay, I want to stay up later, and my sleep schedule, and all these kind of things overtake, okay, spending time with God. I let that overtake this desire from the Lord that I wanted, but this, and this thing that he asked me to do. I let my desire to sleep in or my desire um, to stay up a little later or my lack of time management get in the way of spending time with God. However, that doesn't mean um, intentionality and my life with that thing does not mean that... Um, it doesn't mean that I haven't been intentional about it. Because intentionality doesn't mean perfection. Um, Proverbs twenty four sixteen, it's one of my favorite verses. It says, for the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. I encourage you guys, if there's a time in your life, a season where you're like, man, I just can't get a hold of spending time with God. I'm trying. I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to put my phone in the other room. I'm trying to spend time with him more easily. I'm trying to be really intentional about when I spend time with him and plan it, but you're failing I encourage you, keep getting up. Because intentionality doesn't look like perfection. What intentionality looks like and what a deep walk with the Lord looks like is not 
man, I spend time with God every day. I, I hear from him so easily. I do all this stuff. I, I'm, I'm so perfect, quote unquote, about my time with the Lord. That's not what a deep walk with Christ looks like. What a deep walk with Christ looks like is intentional pursuit, not perfection. A deep walk with the Lord looks like, man, no matter how many times I fail, no matter how many times I, um, I'm not good enough about not being on my phone or not good enough about um, spending time with the Lord, I'm still going to get up, and the next day I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to try. I'm going to put my phone in a farther room away this time. I'm going to uh, schedule out my time with Lord, the Lord two days in advance this time because it's so important to me to talk to God. It's so important to me to maintain that relationship and to deepen that relationship with God. That's what it looks like to be intentional. That's what it looks like, not to be perfect, but to set time aside, to keep getting up, to keep on striving. Um, and we're going to move into worship in a second, um, so feel free to stand and even move around the room. But um, as we sort of move into worship, what I encourage you guys to, to do um, is to be intentional over these next five, ten minutes. Whatever you have to do, think about before service when we started worshiping, think about during the week, whatever it is that maybe distracts you from worship whether it's people around you or your phone or anything like that, I encourage you guys to, to step out, to do that thing, to be intentional about how you're going to spend time with the Lord in these next five to seven minutes. And the second thing is that I encourage you not just to do this now, not just to take these next five to seven minutes intentionally and purposefully, but to do the same thing when you get home, to do the same thing tomorrow night, to say, okay, you know what? Tomorrow, when I get home from school from 3.30 to 3.45, I'm going to sit in my room and pray. Tomorrow, when I get up in the morning, I'm going to wake up 20 minutes earlier, get to school at 8.30, and spend 20 minutes in my, bi- in my Bible, in my car, and spend time with God. Because when you're intentional about it, that's when, like, things start to change, things start to move. A relationship with the Lord is not, like, a one-time, cool, I said this thing, I prayed this prayer, and I'm done, and I can move on, like, with the rest of my life. If you want a deep walk with Christ, what it looks like is regularly and intentionally pursuing him and seeking after his heart because he wants relationship with you. And relationship with someone is not just a single phone call once a year. Relationship with someone is, man, I'm doing life with this person. I hang out with them all the time. Or if they live far away, I call them regularly. I text them. That's what it looks like to do life with somebody. And if you want to do life with the Lord, if you want to have a deep walk with Christ, you have to be intentional about how you spend time with him and when you spend time with him. So I'm going to pray for us, and then we'll move into worship. Cool? Sweet. Father, I pray over these students. I thank you, Lord, for their hearts and for who they are, God. I pray, Lord, that you would encourage all of us, myself included, to be more intentional about how we spend time with you. To be better, Lord, about not being on our phones and not being overcome by distractions. To be better, God, about setting boundaries and being intentional about when we spend time with you, Lord, and not just for work's sake, God, but for the sake of our desire to get to know you. I pray, Lord, that these students would take these next five minutes of worship intentionally and seriously, God. And I pray, Lord, that they would do the same thing when they get home. We love you and praise you. In your name we pray. Hope you guys got a ton out of that message. I know I did. If you want to connect with us here at The Rock Youth, follow us on Instagram at The Rock Church YTH. Subscribe to us on YouTube or Spotify by searching The Rock YTH or text The Rock Youth MS or The Rock Youth HS to 33222 for texting updates on everything going on at The Rock Youth. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed. See you next time.